0: So, you know this this franchise has been around for like 10 years? How's Did you know went? Cloverfield was 2008? No. Isn't that crazy? Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast, where we discuss the world of film from a fresh angle. And now your host, Robert Yanis Jr. Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast. This is Rob. This is Freddie. On this episode, we're going to talk about pretty much just the Cloverfield franchise, I and mean, we're going to do a little bit of backstory on... The Clover, uh, the original Cloverfield film from 2008, as well as 10 Cloverfield Lane, just kind of a, as a backstory, and then get it right into the Cloverfield Paradox, the surprise movie that everyone sort of knew was coming but didn't know they were getting uh, quite as soon as they got. So, anyway, let's just get into it. Now, you know what? I, I was watching this
1: movie on Netflix, uh-huh. uh, called, um, I probably have heard was of it. The, I don't the, know which the one new one, the new one. There's a lot of divine. it. There's new.
0: There's a new one. Like Out every ten minutes. I saw that actually. I logged in earlier today and I saw uh, that. I like him. I think he's
1: funny. First day we met. Yeah, was how something. was that? It was great. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it's it. Here's the thing. I feel like a lot of movies now where they're doing like a Groundhog Day type of. Oh yeah. God, is it that? Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of like that. It's like Happy Death goes, Day, Source Code. He goes to. He goes to this picture booth and he puts the coin and it goes back to the day where he first met this girl that he wants to hook, you up, know, with. hook up with, but mm-hmm. or, start you know, whatever, to, start, yeah. to start a relationship right. with Mary. But um, it didn't turn out that way the first time they met. So he goes and he keeps trying to change events that make them
0: together. So it's kind of, it's the groundhog day. Yeah. Uh, complex. It's that montage in Groundhog Day where yeah. he's like, "Oh, what are you? What are you drinking? Oh, I always drink to world peace and all that yeah. crap." It also, that one montage in feature length, basically. There's another movie on Netflix called Naked with um, Marlon Wayans. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, and it's I'm the not, same. It's see, the same exact concept. Every time I log into Netflix, there's new movies, and I, I, there's too much for me to consume. And plus, there's other movies I want to see that aren't on Netflix. Yeah, see, I've seen
1: a lot of the things on Netflix. Yeah, because uh, you know, I don't have. And like I, like I was telling you um, earlier, I off, don't, mic, yeah, yeah. off mic, that I'm working constantly, you know, have time to sometimes go out to the movie theater. Adulting is hard, everybody. Or you're just too exhausted to, to go out right. and spend the money or whatever, even though I just got a movie pass. But now the theater that you but, like to go, with know, the movie pass, it doesn't take a movie pass exactly, anymore. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's funny how that works the yeah. second, the week or two after I sort get of. it. Sort of. They don't offer it anywhere. But um, they, sometimes you just don't want to go out. It's
0: just easier to just Well, especially when Netflix. you're working, like we were saying, yeah, working, working full time. You come home, you're like, uh, click, click, click. Oh, yeah. look what's on Netflix. You don't want to deal with the crazy like, click, Florida drivers. Click, 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 drivers. Click, click, click on your
1: phone or whatever in your computer. Yeah. We're um, in Florida and the drivers here are crazy. Right. And you don't want to have to deal with those Florida, right. those crazy Florida drivers. Exactly. So you just go home and you watch Netflix. That's, yeah. That's where I've been. That's Pretty much. I'm
0: in, I'm in, I'm nestled in my uh, Netflix comfort zone. Or you do what I do and, you, and you're like the last person on, on the planet Earth that still gets Netflix discs in the mail, which I do that because there's a lot of movies that aren't even on there still yeah, that I want to see. That's true. And I have a list of films from last year that I'm still catching up with. Yeah. Um... Plus, I just you know get movies out of the library or whatever. I, I have way I have eventually, way more movies to watch than I have Eventually, DVDs to watch are them. gonna get obsolete. Well, they're already. Did you, did you hear about that recently? The Best Buy starting this year is no longer carrying CDs. Yeah, and so, Target's going to be. Next, yeah. Target's next. Yeah. Yeah. So that, Which, that's and I'm still buying CDs future, too. I'm a physical media of, guy.
1: That's the future of, uh, of of DVDs. But the funny thing about that is CDs are going off uh, are going away. But records have been coming back in a fashion. That's a hipster thing. That well, not just a hipster thing. Now it's just people just realize that records sound better than CDs, so records are coming back, and I feel like records sometimes like are even more popular than right. CDs. Right, it's a
0: collector's item thing. That's why it's like, oh, it's this original pressing of whatever. And but it's like,
1: also the experience of playing the music right. too, because there's a whole there's a whole science behind it. There's a whole uh you get a lot better quality of sound there's there's a lingo to it there's no lingo to the right. CDs. You just pop it in and
0: skip to the track you know the track and then you know, eject and, and throw it struggle away. with opening it yeah oh god no that's yeah there's no struggling with records you that's just true. slide it's, it out it's, yeah that's true it's just a plastic <laughs> thin plastic layer you break and that's it and there's no little labels on top and then it leaves the the fucked up sticky residue on your cd case and you have to buy ex- extra ones to replace it like i do and yeah. oh god it's annoying so so uh, i feel like this is gonna happen with dvds it's probably at too, some point it's all gonna be digital well that's why it's all gonna be in a cloud that's why it's something. good that uh, i'm going through my collection because now a bunch of the studios got together and they have this new app this app called movies anywhere that used to be disney movies anywhere because disney is like one of the main studios involved in uh-huh. it and, um, it compiles like your iTunes, your voodoo, your Google play, whatever digital copies of movies you have. You can, they all, I feel like I'm, this is an advertisement for it. They're not sponsoring this episode, but it sounds like they <laughs> should be. But if you want to. Yeah, seriously, movies here. anywhere, I'd love to. Um, so I, and I have accounts with most of those. So I'm going to go through my, my DVD Blu-ray collection and be like, Ooh, a code. Let me type that in and see if I can get that. Yeah. So I have like now hundred movies in my digital copies already. So I'm building my digital library already. A little by little. That's the future, right there. Right.
1: It's just uh, anything that is minimalist and doesn't take up space is becoming more popular because in a world where you have everything at your in a world where you have everything
0: at your fingertips,
1: (laughs) Um, in a world where you have everything at your fingertips, um It's it's easy to have things like uh, media wise that you could just access. Yeah. Um. Without having so much clutter, because you know CDs and DVDs. I mean, if you go in the next room,
0: you have I like have three
1: book, bookcases of DVDs and
0: oh stuff yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> two two bookcases, a bunch in the closet, a bunch like on the floor, a bunch like on the desk. So yeah. yeah he has a library. Because I have the other bookcase small library in the other room. DVDs. I don't have an, the other bookcase i have in the other room that i have never set up because i don't have room in that in that room for exactly it. so um,
1: that could all be
0: digital i know but and i like i be... like the physical i like i don't know i like having whatever my entertainment is in my hands yeah. i like i still like holding a book and flipping through pages when i'm reading something yeah, not on a digital screen like kindle or a tablet or whatever yeah but i'm a i'm you know i'm a dying a dying breed when it comes to that i guess so they'll have whatever. a they'll have and i i i've accepted a dvd more. library just like they have a book library so people can do that again well i mean library li- like actual public libraries <laughs> well, be are becoming more media centers than anything yeah, else they I have fewer w- books and more dvds at this when point when i
1: went to vote i i looked around cuz that was the first time i went there in a while and i was like where the fuck are all the books <laughs> where's the books they're in the back <laughs> there, there were the children's books right and then there's just computers and then there's just rows of electronic things. CD, DVD, CDs, and then DVDs. yeah, some books in the back but And most of them they're all It's a bummer. It's all digital. Do you remember that and library that's... that
0: used to be near our, our house when we were kids? The the two story one with was have like a big staircase going up and everything. You were little at that point, so I don't know if you remember. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't think I remember this. Yeah,
0: that was a nice that was a nice building. And now it's like a, and now they've reloc, and then they relocated to a much smaller building where it's basically like you like we said, it's basically a media center. Yeah. So disappointing. Anyway, that's like seven minutes worth of stuff. I mean, <laughs> we oh, can we could just start the podcast here <laughs> officially. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, that's that's the thing though. Like, libraries maybe should be digital, but there should always be bookstores. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you should be. There should be like at least one bookstore where you can go and buy a physical book. But not libraries, just, not just Target, and not yeah yeah exactly, like. Like a Barnes and Noble. That's why. Which I, is the only one left, really? Which is there the only was, one over there here? There used to be
0: Borders. There used to be B Dalton and like uh, Walden Books. All gone. Now yeah. it's just Barnes and Noble, and that is it. Yeah, and I get a lot of. Uh, or you buy your books at Wal- at uh, like Walmart, right next to Fifty Shades of Grey. You got like three other books, and that's your options.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and a lot of um, I ha- I'm on their email uh, list. And they send me coupons for all the time Noble? for Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And they'll send me coupons all the time—fifteen percent off, twenty-five percent off your order, or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, like during the holiday, they were sending it a lot. And I was thinking, like, this looks bad. You know what I mean? Please give us
0: money. Yeah. That's eighty-five percent off. Yeah, I feel. I feel
1: like no, there wasn't that much. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's good. that's yeah. that's escalation. Then i really be concerned.
0: They're getting to a desperate point. No,
1: but but um, I was like, oh man, like. They really—it seemed like they were on their way out. Right. I don't know for sure, but I, whenever I saw those coupons, I went and I bought something just so I could support, support them. them you keep know. them around. Yeah, it was the like, last bookstore I standing. I to be around. Yeah.
0: In a world where there's only
1: one bookstore. I like going there, and you can get like. In, you know, in just random books, right? Like, you know, oh, I want to well, juggle.
0: Well, yeah, my friend and I used to we used to walk or, like you know, meet up at like a Barnes and Noble or Borders and like walk around and just like look, oh, look at this cool movie, blah blah. blah. Oh, look at this cool yeah. book. Like you discover shit that you're like, what? I didn't even know that existed. I'll buy that. Yeah, exactly. And or like you know, when we were kids, I would go to the video store and walk around and it's like. You know, you're, you're a little kid, and so you're looking for, like, the most fucked up images you can. So you go to the horror section, you look at the back, you're like, oh, my God, that's weird. And now yeah. as a grown-up, I'm like, I need to seek out all these movies that I never saw as a kid. Yeah. Like, you you, dis- you can discover new things that you never would have found before. And you still have that, I mean, on, like... I used with, to the Blockbuster. Right, exactly. Blockbuster or any of them. With the, the horror. They're all gone now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can still do that sort of on Netflix, but pretty much i don't know how deep people go in the archive of netflix i think just like what's trending oh okay click that's I'll watch that. whatever yeah. i've heard my friend at work is watching that's there's what i'm so, watching. there's so many things on there it's hard to and look they look through and a lot of their original content and not now this is actually pertinent to the to, 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 blah, the main conversation point of today but um there's so much original content on there that some of it gets lost in the in you know, the lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. for every Cloverfield paradox that, that is promoted during the Super Bowl, And we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, there's 10 other movies that are, you know, being talked about by certain critics and certain podcasts or certain whatever, but nobody knows exists because they're not promoting it at all. Like it's, mm-hmm. It gets, it's swept, swept away because guess what? Rug, yeah. We have the boss baby streaming on Netflix or yeah. whatever, you know, but there's yeah. all this original content that they're picking up. That's Jungle book or Captain Underpants. Well, because or... it, yeah, Captain Underpants is actually pretty good. I haven't seen that. It's on my queue. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Uh, I did a review for wegotdiscovered.com back back last year, and then I took, I took you know I took my daughter to see it too, and yeah. she was like halfway through like ah. I'm like okay well I want to watch this so we'll stand over here, um, <laughs> but um so talking about Netflix and everything is actually the perfect segue to get into today's topic, so Cloverfield. It's been yes. a full decade since we saw Cloverfield together, didn't we? And you were like, I got to leave the theater. Oh, yeah, you yeah. were dizzy. Do you I, remember had a, this? I had a
1: I have a motion. I don't as much as I used to, but I uh, had a I have a motion sickness uh, issue. Right. And all that moving of the camera, it messed me up. And I had to leave the theater in the in the. I think it was like 20 minutes into the film Definitely actually like, did
0: you miss the whole movie or did you came no, back and no, forth i came
1: you? i i left i went back and then i was able to
0: somehow stomach the rest of the movie right but i think uh, you were like looking down a lot and then like looking back out like looking away or something
1: no i i i just had to get myself together yeah and because i'm not used to the shakiness Sound like footage that. and stuff yeah, yeah and actually when i went to uh if you, if you buy... Um, if you go on the, the Empire State Building, they have like a little ride or something as like an extra attraction, extra way for them to get money out of you uh-huh. uh, when you go to the Empire State Building. I don't know that if little,
0: Kai and I saw that when we went there. And, well, you
1: shouldn't have because it, it messed up me and oh, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and we were both like really, really nauseous after that thing. It, it, oh, mo- it moves the seats and everything, and it tries to act like a ride. What is? But it's the what camera is the point is around so much. It's just to show New York and the sights and stuff. Oh, okay. But it was so bad that that one I did have to close my eyes and look down, so I didn't like, you know. That throw sounds. Up. Almost, that sounds
0: almost <laughs> like the. Uh, the Jimmy Fallon one at Universal Studios they had like the race to New York or race through New York or whatever thing did not make you feel no but it was like going, oh racing all over uh, New York City and, like going uh, the city okay, and yeah. that kind of thing um, so And it's, it's probably a better version, version they, of the probably Empire it. State Building yeah, yeah. Um, and they but... charged how much money did they charge for that I mean, it's probably very, I it's a lot of money. Like, what you wanna go on an elevator up to the top? That's what, forty dollars or something. It crazy. Probably, like I that. think it was like forty dollars. Yeah.
1: It's ridiculous. Anyways, um yeah, it was like a ten, fifteen minute thing and me and my girlfriend were both nauseous like wanting to throw up so yeah that happened to me not as bad
0: but it happened to me in Cloverfield right Um, and the weird thing is that I didn't have any problems when we saw Cloverfield and then I guess you don't have an issue like that no but I was what I was about to say and then and then I guess in the years since then I've developed a sensitive stomach more now because I saw Hardcore Henry like 2015 a couple years ago or 2016 I think like uh, and that's again another like POV movie Yeah. and I was like Felt like sick through most of the movie, but mm. which was weird because I I didn't had that problem ever before, even when with and it's great that I'm not a huge huge found footage person, I've only seen a few of them in theaters like that, but yeah. I never had an experience like that in watching a movie ever yeah. where I was like felt like nauseous, like I felt like I was gonna throw up at some point after the movie. And I've
1: I've gotten a little bit better with the the motion. I that was the, I think that was the first movie that I saw with that type of right. thing too. Right. So
0: well that was early on and in the whole found footage thing. I mean, I think before that, the biggest mainstream was we yeah, Blair Witch. And, and I there was maybe that. a couple here and there, but none of them were like huge, were huge like this one. I think around the same time, maybe a year or so later, was the whole paranormal activity thing started. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one wasn't as shaky as... No, TV it's more TV. like found footage, security camera, it's on, it's on, a tripod, on a wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not, oh my God, there's a monster and a person running, around, running around a camcorder. With camera, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I still really like that movie. I mean, I have it in my giant wall of DVDs in mm-hmm. there. Uh, and that director went on to do all kinds of great stuff. I think that's the guy that actually did. Um, that's the guy that did uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes* and *War for the Planet of the Apes*, oh, okay. which we talked about last time you were on the show, yeah, like that's... eight month, nine months ago, or yeah, whatever. What happened with that avalanche, man? I, what happened I know. With that? I know. What's, his, Spoilers. what's Spoilers. his name? Which guy? The director? Oh, Matt Reeves. Yeah. What happened with that
1: avalanche, Matt? <laughs> yeah, seriously um that was a cop-out <laughs>
0: should have had actual war but not it an went, avalanche. what's interesting about <laughs> this clover should have been avalanche of the apes <laughs> that should have been the title of the movie yeah avalanche avalanche of the apes it's like sounds like that sounds like a sci-fi original movie or something yeah um just right, right after shark
1: that it just occurred to me it's called war of the planet of the
0: apes there's no war in happening but there is no war in that no. movie War. It's it's an internal war, Caesar. We're talking about a totally unrelated movie I know, but... That, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of related because the director, but...
1: I mean, I,
0: I I just realized this as I was making the joke that there is tangent, no war. <laughs> our tangents have tangents, I think, is what's going on. Wow. Right now. That's how conversation works. Yeah. That's how fun conversation works. Um, so but what's interesting about Cloverfield yeah. is, well, as a standalone, it was just a sort of an innovative take on the giant, the kaiju movie, basically. Yeah. Where you know, okay. Well, what if we took like a Godzilla movie, but we did it from a first from the perspective of the people on the ground and shit. Kaiju, that's Pacific Rim. Kaiju is Pacific Rim, but it's also like the term for those giant monsters, uh, monsters, giant monster monster movies. Yeah. Okay. Um. so So, so Basically. Um. Yeah. So that was the the concept with that. But what has happened is that Cloverfield spun out into something totally different now. Where it started out like the original Cloverfield was released with very little market, like very little explanation. It was just a viral marketing. It was like one of the first big viral marketers. It was like this thing's coming, Cloverfield. It was supposed to be a working title initially. Mm-hmm. This poster didn't even like have any idea what the hell's going on. And yeah. that's that was really I think th- that happened with all of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. you're like you don't well, know. But but like. that's and it's the it's the kind of the evolution of JJ Abrams, what a lot of people in the industry call J.J. Abrams like mystery box. Because yeah. JJ Abrams directed or produced Lost and produced the Cloverfield movies. And uh, had the whole Khan mystery over Into Darkness, even though yeah. everybody kind of knew he was Khan. It's like a J.J. Abrams uh, loot crate. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he opened uh, it up. He don't should know totally... What's... Oh, my God. If his career like goes into the toilet, which it won't because he's making Star Wars movies. Yeah. But if it went into the toilet, he could be like, hey, I'm J.J. Abrams. You remember me for such films as Star Trek, uh, Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. And uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, blah blah blah, Super Eight, whatever. Yeah. Well, now yeah. I'm gonna send my mystery box to you. JJ Abrams mystery box. What's in it? That's not the point. It's the journey. You're <laughs> like what?
1: <laughs> what does that even mean? Because everything
0: that's that's you know, a lot of people kind of criticize his movies because they set up mysteries and then the, the payoffs are very like ah. Oh. Like oh, so like loss. What's let's... the thing with the island? Uh oh, It no, doesn't really and that never makes sense. You make, you make it sound, not sound
1: like members. M Night Shyamalan. No, it's not
0: like that. <laughs> but it's also but because there's a lot of it's good not stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff in his projects, yeah. but that that element of it, I think, has some validity to it. I mean, yeah. we watched Lost all six seasons. We got to the end and like, wait, what? 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 The f- I don't understand. The, what, is, what is? What is the point of the island? What's going on? It's very obvious that the, throughout That's the show, the point there is no point. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's very clear throughout You're the straight. show that they have no idea what the hell they're doing. That they're yeah. just like whatever. And then this crazy shit happens. And you could say a little bit of the the Last Jedi backlash. And I know I don't even know if you've seen it. Still. No, I haven't seen that. A lot That's of that. (laughs) was because force awakens set up certain mysteries and then last jedi addressed them or didn't address them in ways that made people pissed off because they were set up to believe something was going to happen based on force awakens yeah yeah um so i think that that's interesting how cloverfield was like kind of the monetization the cloverfield franchise really the 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 large-scale embrace of jj abrams mystery box the series sort of yeah the the mind fuck which is james sort of and i like jj abrams as a director i think he does good movies i have most of them yeah um but cloverfield has 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 this franchise really sort of embodies what that what that whole mystery box thing is about the first one comes out everybody nobody really knows what it is Mm -hmm. and it turns out to be this huge hit and then the second one they tell us about two months before it hits theaters they're like by the way we made a Cloverfield movie. It's coming out in two months. You're like, wait, what? Mary Elizabeth Winstead and and John Goodman. When did this happen? Yeah, exactly. You know, and it cost what five, ten million or whatever. And their trailer told nothing about their the trailer movie didn't and... say anything about how it was connected or any of that. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see that? Yeah, I did. You did? Okay. I saw that with a friend. Yeah. Okay. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. It I was li- really really good. I I personally like the second mm-hmm. one better. Oh, you like? Yeah, I like both of them, but I like the second one better. Didn't all of them? Well, yeah, but we'll get there. (laughs) Um, I think 10 Cloverfield Lane, I I like that it's what Cloverfield, other than the mystery box thing and the surprise element of the marketing, which we'll get to that in a second with Cloverfield Paradox. It's basically, it's basically them making, okay, there's this world, they're monsters there's like every film is a different genre so the first one is like a kaiju movie that's what I was that's what I was gonna yeah and the second one is like a really self-contained like almost sort of almost psychological thriller in a way and then the third one's like this, like trippy sci-fi horror film, sort of in the vein of something like Alien. Yeah. Um, and then they're having they have other ones coming out. They're already working on four and five. Oh and really? Stuff. Are they going to be like a romance? <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. Comedy. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Um, but there've been like sort of subgenres within like the thriller, sci-fi, whatever world. So the first one was called Ten Cloverfield Lane. No, the, the first one's Cloverfield. The second one is Ten Cloverfield Lane.
1: Okay. Okay. What does that mean, Ten Cloverfield Lane? That was the
0: address of the house
1: yeah, but, where she was being held. Yeah, but what does that mean in that's the, that the big picture? What is any of it that's kind of the problem with the mystery box. Like, there's kind of like an in these, like inconsistency.
0: These, there's all it's all inconsistent. That's like the did thing. they
1: name the street off of the event? Like did well. They don't. Exp- that issue start around there, and they're like, "Well, let's just name this one Cloverfield Lane." I know because this happened on, like, the Cloverfield That's, paradox. Happened you're getting you're field. getting ahead of me.
0: We'll get to when we get to Cloverfield <laughs> paradox. We'll get into what does or does not mostly makes, does not make <laughs> makes sense. sense about this world and how it all fits together. It, right now, at this point, they all sort of vaguely fit together, but they don't really want to nail things down. And in a way, I'm fine with that. But it's this this, this new film. Uh, it seems like its whole point of existence is to explain the connections to everything, yeah. but then it doesn't really explain the connections to anything yeah. very well. Because yeah. you and I are like, what does that mean? I'm like, I, I fuck, as I know. Um, so anyway, the first one came out, bomb yeah. footage monster movie. Yay, everybody liked it. Yeah. Then the franchise, the they were like, is a sequel gonna happen? Maybe. No, you're not. Eight years later, guess what? A sequel's gonna happen. Psh. And, you know, uh, that also did really well, cost very little to make and made, I don't know, four times its budget, at least something like that. I actually think there was a lot of there was actually some low key uh, awards buzz for John Goodman. I think that should have come to pass because he's a great actor and I think he's really strong. He's the best thing in that movie. And I actually think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is great in pretty much everything. I mean, I have a crush on her because of Scott Pilgrim, among other things. But (laughs) I I think she's she's proven herself that she's really good in these horror sci fi like uh, terrified, but like powerful, strong woman roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 10 Cloverfield Lane is, is a good example of that. So going into this, we knew, I'd been hearing for a while about this movie called, it was it used to be called God Particle that was being sort of retrofitted into the next Cloverfield film.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was supposed to come out, I don't know, April or something. And then I think they, they I think it already came out before the Super Bowl that it was going to be a Netflix exclusive deal. Uh-huh. But then they had a big ad on the Super Bowl and this is the genius part of the marketing. They're like the Cloverfield paradox, blah blah blah. Available right after the game, and the world was like, "Wait, what?" And Ava DuVernay, the director of uh, *The Wrinkle in Time*, which is coming out and stuff, she apparently was already had like was tipped off that that was gonna happen. because She was tweeting out, "Oh yeah, film Twitter's gonna lose their minds later when this com- news comes out." So and I think that was genius because their entire marketing budget was just like the whatever x number of millions that they put into like thirty second spot or whatever, and then everyone afterwards on my Twitter feed at least because I follow a lot of film critics and yeah. people like that, everyone's like, all right, I guess I guess I'm watching Cloverfield yeah. <laughs> yeah. because everybody has to re- re- review it for their site or for their yeah. paper or whatever. Yeah. So the whole like all of the film. Criticism community was all watching ten uh, the not ten Cloverfield Lane. That would be like I gotta watch Cloverfield. They pop in the wrong blue, wrong thing. Damn it! Wrong movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I'm sure the Netflix numbers were like through the roof on that film because everybody was watching the Super Bowl. And so you know, once the game was over, all Netflix had to do was hit like publish or whatever on the film, and then poof, it was in their feed right front and center. And guess guess what? Now play and now available to stream. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about? Did you even know there was a third Cloverfield coming out? Or was this news I, to you? Or, like, um, what was the. What do you think of that as approach to marketing the film?
1: I knew when I went on Netflix and I saw it pop up. The <laughs> so trailer you didn't start know, playing as soon So, you as had I no idea remember. that there were any more Cloverfield movies coming I think. At that point. I think because what I do is when it gets toward the end of the month, I'll see, like, oh, what's going to be well, every, Netflix. Well, every website month. posts. That list of, like, here's yeah. what's coming to Netflix, yeah, like here's Vulture what's leaving, all and, of them. And yeah, they all do that. The, so I go and I do that, and I saw Cloverfield on there, but I didn't really think anything of it. Like, I I just didn't think of it. You're like, oh, it's probably
0: it. one of the ones I've seen already. Yeah, I,
1: I think maybe I saw it, but I didn't really take note of it in my head. So when it when I saw
0: it on Netflix, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, but nobody that's, knew it was supposed to debut it looked good that day. That. Like, everybody thought it was happening in, like, April or something. So they just all of a sudden jumped the gun and was like, guess what, y'all? Surprise. It's a oh, okay. new movie in your face, which I, 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 you know, I think is a really smart marketing move, whether or not the movie deserves that, like lives up to that hype that we'll get into in a second. But yeah. uh, it's interesting, too, because basically what they did with 10 Cloverfield Lane and then this new one is that they took existing scripts and they were like, "Ooh, this has something to it. And then they customized them to the Cloverfield universe. Like, this was, like I mentioned, this used to be a script called God Particle, and then 10 Cloverfield Lane was, like, one called The Cellar or something was what it was called. It was, like, you know, basically, I, probably what the film is, minus the alien stuff. Yeah. Uh, or the monsters or whatever. So they added the last. So
1: they added the last 15
0: minutes to The Cellar. It's probably, yeah. And... and they're like, guess what? Now it's a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well. Sure, whatever. Maybe. It's I mean, even, even, even call it something else. Call it the cellar instead of Ten Clover Lane. Still a good movie. It's still a good. Indie it stands. Film. Al- it stands alone. It's like it's a
1: it's a good. In- it's like an indie film
0: until the last ten minutes where until they're like the last... here's our budget, y'all. Psst. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like explode, explode with like CG, yeah, c- CG mess all over c- all the all CGI load all over the place. Sort of. <laughs> uh, so I guess getting to this film. Are, you, are we ready to get into this one? Yeah. The Cloverfield Paradox is directed by Julius Ona, who I'm not familiar with, and written by Oren Uziel, I don't know if I'm saying that right, who I also am not familiar with. So what I like about the Cloverfield formula, if we can call it that, mm-hmm. is that they're taking filmmakers who are like up and coming filmmakers or who may be doing good work, but like on the indie circuit, and they're giving them a huge platform. Uh, be like alright now everybody's gonna watch your next movie guess what you know why Cloverfield's in the title yeah. and then the whole internet and all geek culture explodes because i are like Cloverfield what yeah it's the mystery box stuff again all over again <laughs> um, so like Julius Ona who I've never heard of before now I'm more likely to look into his films because I've seen this one you know so and he's he's uh let's see what his directing thing is yeah he's directed a, a bunch of shorts and like looks like maybe one uh, previous feature called The Girl is in Trouble from 2015, which I've not heard of. So I think that's an interesting way to give kind of uh, rising talent a platform to actually get one of their movies out there and have it be seen and increase their profile and all that. Yeah. So this film stars Gugu Mbatha-Raw, David Oyelowo, uh, Daniel Bruhl, Elizabeth Debecky, uh, John Ortiz Chris O'Dowd Z Zhang which is crazy because I haven't seen her in anything since House of Flying Daggers mm-hmm. which was what 2004 or something like that so it was crazy I didn't I kind of forgot she was in this movie and those are really the main players he's a little cameo by Donald Logue who uh who I see every week on God. I didn't Bone. know anything about this movie. Yeah. I didn't, so I, I, I I didn't knew know until I why saw I'd the, seen that the credits, one, and I that This, like, oh. this, That one still of the, the crew standing there, I'd seen that, and I'd heard like who was in it and stuff, but I didn't know anything. I don't even think anybody knew the title until Netflix's thing. Like I think they knew, oh, God Particle, this next Cloverfield, but they haven't. Then I called it, I don't think, at least officially, the Cloverfield Paradox until that Super Bowl ad. Uh, okay. Um, but we knew that God Particle was going to be the next Cloverfield, we, and we knew, and I kind of figured that wasn't going to be its title because it's now a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, exactly. And they want to market it as such. So this basically, this film follows. There's an uh, an energy crisis on Earth, and it follows a team of scientists taking a vessel, which is called what the it's called the Cloverfield, isn't it? The, the the vessel that they're on. No, it's called the Shepherd. The shepherd. What's the Cloverfield? Is the mission then, or something? The Cloverfield. I, that's I the don't Cloverfield remember, uh, is paradox now. is what they called
1: uh, what they thought was going to happen. So they thought that, the, okay. that they thought that the shepherd the, was going to create. A, okay, got it. A break in in uh, in space time, a crack in space time or rip. I guess is what they normally say, and uh, it would cause monsters to come out. Of this... Oh, no, no.
0: No, I think you have it backwards. Because I'm looking on Wikipedia. The yeah. the Cloverfield Station is what their, sta- their space station's called. So what's the Shepherd? The, the Shepherd, Shepherd was the particle the, accelerator. The, the that particle, accelerator particle that was, acce- Right, quality? that's okay. what it is. Because I, I, I had to bring it up on Wikipedia. That's not a good sign that you and I are like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't
1: know. They only, they only referred to the Shepherd like in the whole
0: movie. Yeah. So
1: you made, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you made it seem like the whole thing was right. the Shepard. But the Shepherd is... It's like the Large Hadron Collider year. Well, in... What, Sweden or Switzerland or something I guess. like that? you know two. more than I would. Yeah. I can tell you so, about this movie. You could tell me about real life science yeah. stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so they call that the shepherd, I guess. Right. Um,
0: which, with the particle accelerator. I wonder if that's a and, like, religious thing. I think yeah. that's supposed to be vaguely like religious. The shepherd is like the one that guides the uh, yeah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The shepherd is the one that wants watches the sheep. And How do you know like that? It's like all metaphorical. <laughs> hey, I, used, I was raised Catholic, dude. Yeah,
1: I know. Did you learn that from Samuel L. Jackson or something? <laughs> no, I wish. That'd be awesome.
0: Um, so basically, it follows. Watched the... <laughs> too much Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, no such <safe laughs> thing. So it follows the crew aboard the Cloverfield station, and they're trying to. They're ex- experimenting with the, the Shepherd particle accelerator. To basically find a, 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 you know, like every single movie from this one to Spider Man 2, a renewable source of energy for the whole world. It makes me feel like Doc Ock now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this kind of conspiracy theory that uh, we were very ham fistedly introduced to on a video screen, like a newscast interview mm-hmm. type deal uh, about this. I think they do, I think they call that the Clover, Flo- Clover Hill paradox in the in the, the theory or whatever that the guy is talking about.
1: That it's gonna create a space-time. That it's gonna create a rip time. in space
0: time, demons and monsters yeah. and aliens and all kinds of crazy shit's gonna it's gonna fucking end times, y'all. Yeah. Um uh and that's that's kind of the setup for what's going on here. And of course they fire the polar particle accelerator and it and it overloads their I guess wait, okay yeah. Spoilers for this movie. We're going to talk about this movie in depth and break down all this stuff. But it, likely, if you have a Netflix a Netflix subscription, you have probably already seen this because they they're pimping it out like crazy. Uh, and every other you know entertainment news. Well, now they're pimping out also, it, uh, the day that I met you or whatever. Well, yeah, if that's I, true. They moved on to the next thing every that, twelve hours. The they have a new product one. to yeah. to push out. Yeah. So Cloverfield Paradox. Every spoilers Friday. ahead. Uh, that's that's the general setup. If you don't want to know anymore. Don't listen to this podcast uh, until you've seen the film, I guess, if you really want to. If you have an hour and 42 minutes to spare. So, of course, they fired the particle accelerator and shit goes wonky and all kinds of crazy shit starts happening. Yes. At what point did, <laughs> did, did, did you just give up trying to make sense of this movie and just roll with it and be like, sure. His arm got eaten off and I, now it's I sentient,
1: I guess. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't sure if
0: I wasn't sure if, that, that's, if the, that's the that's like should be the Rotten Tomatoes consensus. <laughs> the tagline. Well, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they'll have that
1: on their DVD cover. Yeah, I didn't know what was going. That's 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 the tagline the for Peel, any of these movies. The Cloverfield
0: Paradox has critics saying, "I didn't know what was going on." <laughs> um, so yes, for I, any, but this isn't
1: like a J.J. Abrams movie. But that should be—he produced it, so his hand, okay. his
0: fingerprints are on it. His mystery box. Situation but that should be his tagline play. for all his movies, right? I didn't know what was going. on. So basically, the movie sort of plays with pseudoscience and and expects you to buy into the fact that all right, this thing fired, so now like this lady's inside a wall, and uh, you know this particle accelerator, this the one like the uh, the, gy- the gyro thing from the middle—it's like inside this dude. Or random shit just, like, shifts everywhere. How did you feel about that? Here's the thing.
1: If they're ripping a hole in space-time... Right. And they're going in about the same place where the other... Their shepherd, that that Earth's shepherd is... Mm -hmm. Then perhaps that's where things could have been. So maybe the gyroscope was where that dude was standing... And it ended dude, up inside uh, Volkov or whatever. Oh, that was he was an interesting character. Volkov, maybe the gyroscope was where that dude was standing, and so it ended up being inside him. Right. Uh, that woman was standing where she ended up in the wall. There could be like little you can right. kind of like right. piece together things. I guess. And I'm thinking, this is just me thinking, but I'm thinking that the whole reason their version of the shepherd. Fell into the ocean was because they ripped into space time and they they fell into their space time and knocked it out of the sky, mm-hmm. or caused
0: their shepherd to fall right. down to earth. I don't know, but the movie that's just the movie doesn't stuff. have any interest in in exploring any of that. Yeah, that's how, just like that's how this I thing was happened, making sense and then shits wild, basically. Yeah,
1: and the whole reason I think uh, the thing with Volkov happened. But again, spoilers well um, yeah it's spoilers going to be spoilers. I think that's because in that timeline he's dead so that's why the worms were exploding Well in that timeline they're all everything. dead at a certain no, point no. except
0: for uh god, I remember Hamilton except for Hamilton the the main who's two I don't, ended I up don't, not going on the, I the station they were all dead well, they were all, they thing crashed, except for Hamilton wasn't on there. They, Jensen well, switched. Jen, maybe Volkov it's essentially, essentially was... essentially supposed to be the same. We're getting really, like, we're jumping right into it. Essentially, it's the same crew, <laughs> minus Jensen and Hamilton swapped, basically, right? Uh, Jensen. Jensen's the one that was in the wall. And Hamilton didn't go, no. and that's why her... No, Tam. Uh, Jem, uh, Jensen was the one in the wall. It was like, ah! Yeah, Jensen is shit. the
1: one in the wall, and Tam wasn't on that mission. Oh, she that's why. Is I, Tam's she's the one that gets she was like, "You guys thing. are all the same, except for her, and you're supposed to be down on Earth, right?" You know. So, and Schmidt is a traitor, and in the uh, other version, so you don't even yeah. know if he's in the in the in the in alternate the, in the alternate Earth, which this is we'll called alternate Earth
0: between well between the particle accelerator and then the alternate universes or whatever, I was having like, I was watching this, watching the movie, being like, I don't know how I feel about this movie, but all this particle accelerator, alternate earth stuff, is really making me want to watch The Flash. I have to catch up on the new episode. She
1: never really said that any of them were actually on that craft. I guess. You saw a picture of all of them together?
0: Including like Jensen, been, which I thought that was some Shining shit. But, where but, she's in the picture. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. But that could
1: have been a previous mission that they did. Right. That, couldn't, that That might not have been the mission in which their shepherd fell into the ocean. Right. On the alternate earth. You know what I mean? So... And I think Volkov was dead. That's why he immediately after that happened, his eye was like starting to get funny. It was and like the turning cheek was, and stuff. Yeah, it was like turning and so then the think, worms explode so you out think of him. His, that body
0: knew that, hey, I'm not supposed to be here. So it started to He's decay, dead in of? that alternate universe. I guess. So his body died as well. I think you put more thought
1: into the script because the writers well, and the, script. Though, so the far. worms are coming out of him. Worms. Right. Where did ground, the worms come from? Buried. I mean, the worms. Were no, but to, his other invisible. body is buried on Earth, alternate right. Earth. So I think that's where the... Wow, you're getting it's deep. Yeah. And and the gyroscope is in him because I think that's where he was. And she was standing around that place, but it ended up being in the wall where they went into. That was So horrend- pretty much they just popped in where the other one was. They blew the other one out of the sky onto the alternate earth. Mm-hmm. And um, And what else happened? The dude lost his arm. The dude lost his... I didn't understand that, though. Yeah. I didn't understand how the dude it sucked his arm into... I guess Into can, the wall? You can go like, oh, well, it's a... It's the black a, it time, a black so hole. It's th- a black hole. It's a rip in... Sp- no, it was a black hole. It have been Whatever. I don't know. But it, it's a rip in space time and all these weird things are happening and blah, blah, blah. But I don't understand, like, how he just... Loses. Well, then it was he like Adam's family, family shit because his
0: arm was like... Like crawling it was, it was around by itself, around. I was like, "What the and, hell is happening?" Uh, and I will say though, some then, of those things didn't make he, sense. But the thing with and how the, he died
1: too, I don't understand how that happened either. Right? It was like, how did he die? I forgot. No. It's like those those like molten that molten oh, stuff that he yeah. used to seal. It was it's, it got magnetic magnetic all of a sudden, yeah, and then that. it went and attacked him, and then he went into the wall, and then it was like going up his right. nose or whatever. It was weird, and that's how he he died. I, that's what confused me. I didn't know what was going Some on. Some of the imagery because I wasn't makes no sure. Sense.
0: Well, most of the imagery makes no sense. I I did think the part with the Jensen like stuck in the wall and that image of like what's that noise and then they pull the panel out and she's like out with wires and stuff. I thought that was actually really horrific imagery and I thought that yeah. was probably one of the ones I'm gonna remember from this movie. Yeah. Ten years from now when I'm like, there was a third pair, uh, Cloverfield movie, I'll remember that scene. Yeah. Like oh that lady stuck in the wall that was fucked up.
1: Yeah. I just didn't. I, d- I didn't know if it was like a monster movie right I didn't know if it was like a supposed to be like a like a thriller like she's trying to kill people I didn't know if it was going off of the, the whole just it's just a rip in space right. time I just it was just I didn't know well, there why things few, were happening there was a few especially issues. with Mundy I feel like the they things,
0: rushed right they rushed right into there's a there's an energy crisis oh we're on a, space, a spaceship blah 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 I was like before, I, they didn't properly set up the status quo before they jumped into that so i had no idea what the fuck was going on i am like wait what are we doing up here what's happening yeah and and then everything that happened on that spaceship it felt like it was just weird shit it felt like lost a little bit weird shit for the sake of weird shit yeah. not weird shit that was grounded in what the story is about you know what i mean mm-hmm. they just they just pegged it on well, well particle accelerator what are you gonna do that's what happens i'm like is that what
1: happens also oh, why did why did Volkov have to make a gun and then he tried to kill Schmidt? That was cool. The three D printer like he made a gun. I think was... I think uh, maybe because he thinks Schmidt is a traitor or whatever yeah, so. in that lifetime or whatever. I think so. But he's he was also dead, so he, he was in between. You know. His his mind, I think, at that point, maybe his mind completely went into. The alternate... Maybe. Uh, Ertz
0: Volkov because he was dead. And then he was slowly dying. But again, point. the movie doesn't try and explain that. It just expects you to trust it. And I, I don't. Yeah. Um, this, so story-wise, this thing is all fucking all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and it's... To me, I was... Ha- like, a lot of things were popping in my head. I was like, oh, this is just, like... The, the girl, like, the, the main character, Hamilton... Uh, that woman has, like, lost her children and she's in space and she's like weighed down by it that felt very gravity to me the whole uh, bunch of people on a space station sort of getting picked off one by one felt very alien to me yeah. the the like paranoia of not trusting each other and like oh my god this guy's a traitor felt but, but, to me. that felt like well to yeah, that felt like <laughs> oh man I don't have much clue that felt like the, the, that felt like John Carpenter's The Thing a little yeah. bit where it also involves aliens and then the whole pseudoscience like alternate dimension like oh shit where are we now that felt very like a dumb interstellar to me Yeah, where they're like we're on the other side of the sun or upside down that thing was not that was not a satisfying reveal I was like oh that's it you just need to turn around and shit <laughs> that's yeah. not very smart um, so but the good thing is that I like I did like this cast I like uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw David Oyelowo Daniel Bruhl, John Ortiz, Chris O'Dowd, Axel Henny, Z Zong, uh, Elizabeth Debicki. I like all all this this crew members on everybody on the space station. I thought was really was was they're the kind of character actors that I've seen in a million different other things. But you know they were all sort of getting like their own time, their their moments to shine here. Whereas in other movies they like have oh one or two standout scenes and then that's it. You know what I mean? Because John Ortiz has been in like Fast and Furious movies. And uh, Elizabeth Tabicki was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. She was the um, God. What's her name? The the, the one of the um, the gold people. I'm totally blanking on this. Aisha, that's who she was. She was Aisha in Guardians of the Galaxy of the the um, sovereign. Oh, I haven't seen that in a little bit. I need to watch it again. That's a great yeah, movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, Daniel Bruhl. Was when his, is that going? <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, wait, two? no, no, it's no. on there.
1: Yeah, no, I'm thinking about the yeah. Oh, Thor is a good one too. And when is uh, that I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably buy that when it comes movie, out. So. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ra- well. right yeah.
0: Nobody needs to see the Dark World. Uh, and Daniel <laughs> Bruhl was in Civil War, and David yeah. Iolo was in Selma and been in a lot of other things. You know, there's a lot of these these actors that are like really cool character actors in this film, mm-hmm. who none of none of whom have ever really been. Uh, well, I guess some of them have, but like none of them have ever appeared in this kind of movie really. And so it was interesting seeing them all play off of each other, and a lot of the character dynamics and the interactions were some of the best parts of the movie. I like thought Chris O'Dowd uh, as Mundy, I thought he was one of the one of the better, one of the brighter parts of the movie, because he has that sort of like, oh shucks, like oh where's my arm? That's weird, like 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 weird delivery. like it doesn't make sense from a story's perspective, yeah, but he he makes it at least fun to watch and he adds some levity to a movie that doesn't really make any sense and it yeah. you know helps what? you not give a shit about the fact that you're completely confused about know, what's happening.
1: You know what? Actually, I'm going to retract my statement okay. about, about them popping where the other shepherd was in their alternate universe because that wouldn't make any sense anyways because if they're on the other side of the sun, how did they pop in where it, the other one was and then that one go into Earth? Yeah. Unless it created like some, you know, it just made a ripple and I don't know. It's like a destroyed... mirror.
0: Maybe the movie's going for Maybe like a mirror just... image thing. So they're like, oh, we're here, and then we're like this, and then flip to the other side of this, like the sun. It's like mirror yeah, image type of deal. Unless them appearing there destroyed
1: the other one, and if that's the case, how did she end up in that one? If right. there's if it's
0: over the Earth, you know. What What did you think so. about the the cast, and I guess specifically? Hamilton's whole thing with her her uh, children that, that died, I guess, in a fire and, like, that whole emotional grounding of the film, did that work for you? Or were you like, okay, you lost your kids. That's a very common, like, sort of almost like screenwriting cop-out. Like, oh, their family died, you know? Did, did it work? I mean, that doesn't mean it didn't work. It still could be effective.
1: Yeah.
0: It's yeah. also, it's a little cliche, but I don't know. I feel like the actress she she does she she a good a, job selling it and she needed wanted, some kind of motivation yeah. especially with where it goes later in the story whether she's going to like take her place or not of the other Hamilton
1: well they needed they needed something to provide an internal conflict with right. the main character and I guess that was like an easy thing to do oh I could be with my right. dead family even if it, it could have been anyone dead family member right. like oh I could be with I, my husband again or whatever I think
0: there's a lot of interesting if he was dead I mean for a better movie yeah. I think it would have been. There's a lot of interesting story possibilities to play with with the whole alternate reality thing, and uh, you know w- whether you know whether you would take someone else's play here you know you would choose to go to the other world where with your family, even though they're not really your family. Like that whole thing, I thought was was kind of compelling. Yeah, but at the same time, even though I've seen it before, in better movies. But at the same
1: time, what you don't know the repercussions from showing up. And, and being with your alternate self. Right. You know, there's repercussions about doing that. That's right, Doc Brown. You can't oh, interact yeah. with your... <laughs> you can't see each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I, I would. that I would probably... One of them would probably have to go or something. Right. And most likely it would be her because she's not from that right. She And her eye would start going all sideways. And yeah, shit. exactly. I don't know. I just... I don't know how that would work.
0: Did you, did you, what did you, what about the, the B plot, which is basically Hamilton's husband trying to like figure out what the fuck is going on with the, the monsters that suddenly show up and then, uh, ultimately being like, why are you sending her back here? This is a fucking hellscape. Get out of here. Get out of, get off the planet. Did, do you think that that, the fact that they ripped a hole in the space time or whatever, do you think that that effectively united the three movies or are you like more confused than ever cuz I'm sort of confused?
1: I don't understand how where these monsters came from. Right. I guess may, unless I I don't think it really, maybe maybe, maybe they're setting into it up for a, a third
0: maybe they're th- setting it up for a Pacific Rim crossover and it's like deep in the ocean. It did look a kind of like uh like it did look kind of like a Pacific Rim. I I'm going to see monster. that. I'm looking forward to yeah. uh I mean, I don't know if it's going to be that great and that might not but I um, I like it the first one. Good. So, isn't that the dude John Boyega from, uh, from Star Wars? Yeah, it is. Uh, um, anyways. Yeah, uh, go back to Clark Field.
1: Maybe they ripped into... A, they did two rips. So they ripped into alternate Earth and then they ripped to one where there's so, monsters or something. So do maybe? you think
0: the three movies are supposed to be set on the same Earth or are they like alternate versions of the monsters attacking Earth? Because there's connections. Like uh, Actually, I didn't even know this. I read about this. The reporter or the conspiracy theorist on the thing is, is has the same last name as the character john goodman character from 10 Clarefield lane so i don't know if that's supposed to be like his brother or something mm-hmm. and then the newscaster the lady who's interviewing the the conspiracy theorist guy she's the same actress from 10 Clarefield lane that's like the lady like let me in there blah, 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 and then dies outside the, the door you remember that part yeah I remember that I didn't know it was so hard, I don't, but yeah. I didn't either until I looked it up I was like wait what it is like I saw like Twitter and stuff I yeah. wouldn't have noticed that yeah exactly um, there's there, someone and there's that other, really loves Cloverfield right yeah. <laughs> and then like at the end the Cloverfield station falling to earth and then I guess in the back of I think the first like in the first Cloverfield movie you see a satellite dropping in the background but I that's near New York this is like I don't think she was ever falling I don't think she was falling anywhere near New York it's unclear if, like if the monster at the end of Cloverfield Paradox Spoilers is supposed to be the same monster in the first Cloverfield, and if so, what the hell's going on? Like what's, are these all what what is the chronology for these three films? Are they set in different Earths? Is Clo- Ten Cloverfield Lane like a somehow a prequel to the other two? or like, what the hell's going on? you know? I would think for um,
1: for complexity's sake.
0: Uh, that it wouldn't, they wouldn't be. They con- wouldn't be connected. You think they're all alternate Earths and all of them being affected by this one thing? This one I event? think that it's all one Earth
1: because if it's trying to do the multiple Earths and stuff, yeah, that's like a twelve a twenty movie series and it explained two Earths. That and I mean, as long people. as people watch these, I'm sure they'll still do. Yeah, no, but the the two Earths were already pretty similar as it was. So except you were here and not here. Yeah, you you were you weren't on this mission. and I was, and you weren't on this thing. And right. he, and he was a traitor. And
0: they were just different enough for us and, and the, and 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 the and cast member and the yeah, characters to be confused.
1: Yeah, just it didn't, it didn't make any sense. So, right. Um. That that would that would just be stupid because they're so you think pretty they much are, the same. They're both having they're energy basically... crises. They're both having an energy crisis. They both have the same thing built except one's destroyed and one is 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 together right you know and so it would make no sense because it would be the same story in either one they both have the same monsters mm-hmm. they both have the same issues because
0: they even say in the in the movie they say that, oh it'll rip monster like it'll rip across space time so like it, I mean see, she has cell phone in 10 Cloverfield Lane but if she didn't have technology you could be like well that was the 70s when well, the monsters showed up in the 70s on that earth and in the Two thousand eight on the on the first movies and then this is now twenty what is this, like this is what well, this one's actually set in the future it's like twenty twenty eight or something yeah um so I wonder if the when what what at what point the monsters started really showing up you know or mm-hmm. or are, are, are all three of these supposed to. Have taken place like around the same time, I wonder. Like, the monster shows up in New York just as this crazy shit's happening. I forget wherever 10 Cloverfield Lane is set. Just as the. the I think the 10 Cloverfield, Cloverfield station's is cr- crashing. I think
1: the 10 Cloverfield Lane is the last one.
0: You think so? Yeah. Um, because they talk about like the, the resistance to the monsters and stuff. Because and the, the, the,
1: the Cloverfield one is, well, okay. The way the first one starts with before they start off the shepherd and it overloads that's the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to the first clover field where the monsters the explosion happens the monsters go down in that instant when they do the rip then it cuts back to them in space in this one that mm-hmm. just happened And then I think the the 10 to cloverfield lane is the last one because it's very radioactive and people can't be outside and Mm. there's a lot of it's It's a fallout escalated it's at a very escalated point where you can't you have to be in shelters in order to survive Right. So I think
0: that's the last one. It does point. look like that's the second wave of the monsters or something possibly yeah. too, because there's a different way. It's, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's also like War of the World style, like the aliens like surveying, like, all right, what else? Anybody left? Any stragglers? That kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to Wah! in the big populated metropolitan area, like yeah. in the first movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you but but then but then if that's the case, then why, like you said earlier, why is everything called Cloverfield? Why is it called the Cloverfield Tapes, Cloverfield Lane, Cloverfield Station? What the fuck is that about? Unless, I guess it's the mystery box. <laughs> like, it doesn't have a meaning other than we need to call these movies Cloverfield something.
1: Where, where did we see Cloverfield Lane? It was on the mailbox? Um, yeah. So maybe John Goodman put that on his mailbox. Why would he do that? In, 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 in regard to the Cloverfield Paradox. Maybe he called his, his his house. He, he created the address. He put Ten Cloverfield Lane on there or something mm-hmm. like that. Like we didn't see any. It's unclear. official street sign or anything. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Well, it, so I'm going into the Wikipedia for the first movie just to double check. So the the case is apparently designated Cloverfield. So I wonder if Ten Cloverfield Lane, like maybe that, maybe something. Something about the attack like stems from that, from that uh, address or something, or maybe that like Michelle, that's the Mary Elizabeth Wednesday character, like her whole encounter there is among the first things, and then like that that's where they that like that's the entry point for the investigation, and so the investigation comes to be known as the, as Cloverfield based yeah. on that, because when you're watching, because basically the first movie is you're watching the the videos the, the tapes of these recovered footage from the crazy monster attack that happened. So I wonder if, you know, if that was... Like, the case started with Michelle and then they went back and they found the other footage from the first movie and stuff. I don't know. It's all, it's interesting. I don't know if they're ever planning on explaining any of this a little bit more or it's just like, it's just going to get more and more convoluted.
1: Now, in 10 Cloverfield Lane, didn't she get into a car accident yeah, or something? Yeah, in the beginning of the movie. And then John Goodman takes her and puts she her interrupt- in a shelter... Yeah, in the and, cellar. In the cellar. And then
0: uh, and then she's in there for a certain period of time. Right. And she's in there and the whole point is like, is he crazy or are there aliens? He's okay. crazy and there are aliens. Okay. <laughs> Which so, is what I loved about that film so much is that it's like... It posits whether it's an either or situation when in actuality both are
1: true. So maybe by the end of the movie, it's where around the same time of 10 Cloverfield Lane then. Yeah, maybe. So it goes throughout the whole period. It fills in the gaps between Cloverfield and 10 Cloverfield Lane. Right. Kind of like the before, middle, and, and, and I guess right to the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Right. Maybe. I don't know. We're trying to make
0: sense of exactly. something that, that maybe that they maybe we're giving them too much credit. I for. don't even know if they have any interest in having it make sense. And that's I think that's kind of why I'm starting to get a little frustrated with this now well, because this one try like I said earlier, this one tries to weave every excuse me, this one tries to weave everything together and doesn't really do that in a satisfying way whereas I feel like if they didn't try to connect everything and they just let this be some fucking crazy story and they didn't have show the monster on earth and they just had to be like oh space time there could be monsters and then we could be like oh snap maybe that's how it happened but then they give us too much information where they they drop too many easter eggs where now things sort of are trying to be connected but still don't make any fucking sense you know what I mean and I feel like with 10 Cloverfield Lane, they took a script that wasn't a franchise script and they made it into an interesting film and they just had people see it because it was *chlorophyll* name on it. Mm-hmm. And with this one, I feel like if you take the *chlorophyll* name away from this, this movie is okay. It's kind of very mediocre space horror film, but now people are watching it because of *chlorophyll*. So instead of bringing, like shedding light on a, on a actual really solid film... By associating it with this franchise, you're taking, you're sort of trying to elevate a kind of substandard film by associating it with this franchise yeah. and using it sort of as a marketing ploy. And I feel like that's
1: kind yeah, of I'm cheapening.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of cheapening the series by after having two movies that were basic, basic, very standalones but sort of connected. You know, I feel like you're cheapening it. But now, yeah. now people are not going to necessarily people that didn't like this movie are not necessarily going to trust. The fourth movie, which is coming out this fall, which is the working title was Overlord. Or the fifth movie, coming which is on Netflix or I think it's going to go into theater. See, I don't know what the hell's going on with it. Um, and I, I feel like now I might not trust the next one because the quality level is now starting to get erratic. Well,
1: that happens with all horror franchises, though. Yeah. It starts out really, really good. It kind of yeah, but this
0: is more of an anthology series. This is not like I mean, but it's not it, like Freddy Krueger coming back for the fourth time.
1: I know, but Insidious. I like didn't see the fourth
0: one. I heard I didn't. Yeah,
1: I didn't see that one either. But but some of them they like it looks like there's like a whole like other story and you right. want to learn more and then it kind of like tamper's off and it's like okay, well this doesn't really make sense. I don't know where it's going. You know, there's that guy in the dress again. You know, it's just, like, little things like that. But they
0: had an opportunity here to make, make like, basically a big screen Twilight Zone where, yeah, okay, there's monsters there. That's the only thing. It involves monsters somehow. And then just have... Like we said earlier, different subgenres of stories yeah. that are sort of connected, but not really. But you don't, because you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you just have to just let it be sort of a standalone experience, yeah. and use that as a as a way to give you know sh- uh, to to give emerging filmmakers sort of their big shot in a way. Paranormal Activity also did that too. Yeah, I didn't. Where know there it. was like supposed to be too. this
1: whole story with like a coven or a demon of some sort. It was a demon. And then you, as you look in the other ones, it's like, like a coven, I guess. And then is it's that the like, franchise where the demon's and, like Toby or some shit? Yeah, yes,
0: yeah, I think so. Yes. I remember hearing and that. And then,
1: the, and then there's like a a demon that's like in, I think it was like a mirror or something like that. It doesn't. This know, is the one knows. where they were like the ghost adventure or, or something. Yeah, was, there's just so like you don't, I don't know like what's going on in that franchise, right. and that's kind of like where this is, where they give you like a little piece. And, and sometimes they give you a lot, but it doesn't fit. It's just more of a mystery. It's like lost.
0: They're digging the hole deeper you without know, instead any... Instead of
1: answering questions and creating more of like a picture like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, okay, now we're going to give them stuff, but it's not going right. to have any connotation. There's not going to be any meaning behind it it's just going to create
0: a bigger question mark no that's exactly what it is as to what the the fuck is going on the mystery box has no bottom it's a bottomless mystery box that's the problem yeah it's like like they they're digging themselves deeper and deeper but there's not they're never hitting they're never hitting bottom. Yeah, there's nowhere exactly. to go. There's no, you know. You yeah. know like when you're digging, like, in a movie if they're digging up like for a grave or something. Yeah. They never they did not hitting that coffin. They're like we'll keep going, we'll keep going. Or like look at the first season of Lost. Mm-hmm. Big s- mystery about the hatch whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They open the hatch like we're going to get answers. What's in the hatch? More fucking questions, no answers. There's a dude in there hitting a button. What's the button do? Oh, find out next season. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's what this is yeah and it's fucking annoying and it's frustrating because yeah. it didn't have to be that way yeah you could have just had it be a standalone you know had it be sort of connected but not necessarily feel like you have to stay firm to some canon of what this mythology is now uh-huh. it's becoming a really bullshit mythology when it before it was just like cool movies sort of linked by this one kind of overarching monsters are loose type premise you know uh-huh. what i mean I wonder if if someone was to go up to J.J. Abrams and be like, like
1: what was the reason for this and this and this and this and this and Lost? He probably he himself probably wouldn't know. No, nobody knows. That question. He he's, It's just a, a way of stringing
0: people along so they can come, come back next season. Come back and keep sending keep selling viewers. Keep selling advertisements for yeah. people watching your show every week. Yeah. So. Um, I'm surprised as many viewers stuck around with Lost. I did, and I mean, we all did. And you watch it with yeah, us, yeah, yeah, the end. I mean, like, I mean, people- it's not, and it's, and the thing is, like, like this show, like, like this movie, the, a lot of this stuff works because of the actors. Like Lost worked because of the characters, and I was yeah. invested in John Locke and Jack Shepard and Kate Austin and Sawyer and, you know, uh, Desmond and all that shit. Those yeah. characters were interesting. Yeah, the actors were, were really committed to it. The mm-hmm. story was bullshit. And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. Like these characters are interesting. Like I like these characters. Put this cast and these characters in a movie that makes sense, then I, I'm I'm all, I'm all about it. Is yeah. you know this is a really interesting assortment, of very diverse cast of actors who, you know I don't you don't see enough of in movies these days anyway. So um, it just I don't know. It feels sort of like a missed opportunity, and it's definitely the low point of the Cloverfield franchise so far. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's bad, it's not terrible. I still I mean I, I'm on letterboxd.com which is basically like goodreads for movies. And so I give this like a 2.5 out of 5. Like it's fine. It it's okay. It's like I, do I, do, do I feel like I was robbed of my time? No, it was fine. I watched it. Was it was entertaining I... enough to watch, right. but not to watch again. Exactly. I would never watch it again. I wouldn't be like, I gotta buy this on Blu-ray. But, or anything have like you, that.
1: Have you seen Cloverfield several times?
0: No, I haven't really. Because that's I feel a, like that's sort of a... I, I, I've seen Ten Cloverfield Lane actually the second time recently.
1: Yeah, that one is... is, a, is More rewatchable. Ba- is more rewatchable than the other ones. And um, it's not just because of the, the shaking of the camera or anything. It's just I... It's more
0: of an experience. It's movie. more
1: of a one-time experience, right. and then, right, you know, exactly, you want to
0: just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, not get rid of it. Yeah. It's still good, but yeah, I mean, it's good to have. For, I'm glad I have it because I can show other people it and be like. Oh, I mean, in movies. a
1: way, I don't know. I it's I saw Cloverfield so long ago. It's hard for me to remember what was actually in the movie. Right. So. Uh, I I don't I don't know whether to put that one that this one is better than that one or that one is better than this one. This one is uh, that one was better than this one, I think. It's My Difficult opinion. to say. It's difficult to say because well because that was te- you haven't seen it because, in that, years, was, because that was because I was ten the details, years ago
0: and you were like I nauseous I can't deal with this so, yeah so your memory of it is fuzzy by like for mul- multiple uh, you know for multiple reasons yeah so for me it's definitely. This is the weakest, then Cloverfield, and then Clover Lane is still the best. Not by that much, because I actually think Cloverfield is, is a solid film. Um, so we'll see. I'm, inter- I'm interested to see what they do with the next still, couple. I'm,
1: I'm in agreement with
0: you that the second one is the best one. Though. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Um, wasn't a bad movie to watch, especially on Netflix, though, this one. Because it's I'm already paying for it, so I guess might as well. And that's how Netflix gets yeah. you. I
1: mean, it's not one of my favorite movies on Netflix, but... Yeah. Um... It was it was entertaining. I don't know if
0: I'd watch it again though, but yeah, it, was, I probably it was entertaining. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with the next fr- the next entries in the franchise. Now, although before I was interested to see what this was going to be and excited. Now I'm now I'm interested to see what's going to happen and kind of worried that the next one's also going to be bad because yeah. I was a fan of this franchise and I don't want. You know, I'll give you one shitty movie if that's what it's going to be because maybe, you know, they'd already made this or whatever. So they're like, here, Netflix can promote it and people will watch it. doesn't matter yeah. if it's good, but you need to bring it next time. Don't do this shit to us again because then people are going to start losing interest in this franchise really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Some of the
1: some of the science stuff didn't make sense too in this movie. <laughs> didn't make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think they so were trying. There was no. There was no. Uh, there
0: character. were no Neil deGrasse Tyson like consulting on this movie and or just anything. Just like the way they had gravity
1: and uh, the spaceship and everything. Right, and it didn't make sense. They wouldn't. Like, um, yeah, I understand it's rotating, but. It would have to be rotating faster, I feel, in order to have like a gravity simulation type of thing. And it right. be, and it's the wrong direction in which it, it was going. Naturally. And then it doesn't, like when they were going on to the alternate platform and uh, to uh, dislocate part of their spaceship, uh-huh. um, I don't understand. They're in space, but they have gravity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're out in the middle of nowhere. But they have gravity and they could jump and do all that stuff. So that, that didn't make sense either. Uh, that's, Just like yeah, little that's, things like that. But, you know, but there's when you watch movies, you... Suspension of disbelief, yeah.
0: Yeah, you, you, give them, you give them a slide on a- that stuff. Especially apeshit movies like this where you're like, I don't yeah. know what's happening, they don't, whatever. Okay. What's your favorite um, Netflix movie that you've seen? I haven't seen very many of them. No. I was going to recommend one thing that I... That you probably haven't seen it. I don't even know if you know is on Netflix or if you have any interest in it. But I've been watching... Uh, it's not a Netflix original. It's a Starz show. Oh, okay. I've been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm actually reviewing Season 3 for WeGotThisCovered.com. I had to remember which site I was writing it for because I write a lot of stuff for different sites. <laughs> yeah. I was like, which one is that? For WeGotThisCovered.com, I, I actually have seen half of Season 3 already. I'm not going to talk about that because it's embargo and all that. But... Seasons 1 and 2 Are on Netflix Streaming And they're you know About 10 episodes each Like a half hour So you can probably Blow through Very fast Very gory a Half and, hour Yeah Very yeah. Which I think is good Because it's essentially A comedy series So you get in there There's a bunch of Blood and guts it was an Some hour. crazy shit And then you move on With your yeah, next episode That's, that's good that it's And every so episode ends ways. Where you're like what the fuck what is happening yeah um and they, they have some just really wacky shit on that show and if you're a fan of those movies and, and they only added that show to Netflix recently like within the last month or two I think
1: yeah so season 3 is it season 3 good is I'm not comparison? allowed to talk about it it's not allowed Can to talk you, about it
0: you can't say if it's good or not you'll know my thoughts and we got this covered yeah, I mean you, you I, if wanna, you like seasons 1 and 2 you don't I think wanna, yeah, you, don't you like seasons 1 and 2 I think, I think you'll probably enjoy it because it's it's consistent to those I would say okay um and Bruce Campbell is just a lot of fun, and it has like a wry sense of humor, and you know how that character is kind of an asshole, and yeah. like really drunk, he, and he like has a good, very lusty, and like kind of in like politically I like, correct. I, I like the character, but also, I like the actor, and yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, and I like the that 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 movie, the franchise, the is franchise really in yeah. general. So I mean, if you need something to watch, it's fun, I, and it's just really like I've told Kai some of the stuff in season three, and she's like, oh my god, I'm like, I know. Yeah it's not for you <laughs> it's the kind of show where you watch and you're just like oh my god what the fuck am I well, watching why yeah, would but, they do this to the me same t- that's how it's always been yeah though, that's how they've been just like, but I feel like the show the show is even like grosser than the movies were it's like wackier and yeah grossed. well because they have a lot more well, opportunities to come up with weird shit well every because
1: episode. you know you think about Sam Raimi's budget for the first one right it, it, I'm sure they have a lot more stuff Right, their, well, they have to be creative with. And I don't know. Do I've
0: heard m- more. I've heard rumors about season three being the last season. Like I don't know if it's getting canceled because I don't know maybe enough people are not watching it or stuff. So I, if that's another reason that I want to mention it here, like if you have any interest in in Evil Dead or horror comedy or any of that stuff, watch Ash vs Evil Dead on Netflix to get some more eyes on it, and then watch season three maybe when Netflix it premieres on Stars. Maybe because that's I mean it's a fun show and it's mm. you know it's not for people with weak stomachs which is why I watched the last of the screeners last night at like 3 a.m. because that's the perfect time to watch it because yeah. you're like half tired and, you know, the wife and the kid are sleeping and you're just like, what the hell this is this crazy shit yeah. happening? Um, but it's a lot of fun if you're into that kind of stuff. So I would recommend it Have you watched out Altered Carbon yet? I haven't, no. That's I haven't good. watched it. It's I a good uh, you Do you know what it's about? A little bit, yeah. My father-in-law uh, read, read the, the books, books. Yeah. and he's telling me he was all so excited about the show, and I'm sure he's gonna try and see it as soon as possible too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've heard and I saw something. I saw a headline today. I don't remember what site it was, about how oh it's more than like just a Blade Runner, not a ripoff or whatever. So I was like oh well, I mean I like Blade Runner. They're comparing it you'll positively. Like, I think you'll like Blade it. Runner.
1: It's uh it's 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 weird. It's super. Uh it's super science fiction well naturally but but some of the stuff you could see that maybe potentially could be things that happen in the very very distant future so you know so yeah um so yeah i for anybody wanting to watch
0: a show it's only 10 episodes so. So there you go. You got your encore segment. Yeah. Early like pre Ash vs Evil Dead and, and, and Altered uh, Carbon, both right. on uh, both on Netflix right now. Altered Carbon, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you if you do watch Ash vs Evil Dead, let me know what you think because uh, it's. I saw the first we, episode. Yeah, we watched it. All of us at one yeah. point. We had our, our aunt was in there. But town. At that. I watched t- that. T-
1: but I, you know, I watched so many shows. Right. But well, now, to, but now it's on Netflix. It's on that's Netflix. Yes, yeah, that's, that's where I go.
0: Did you know it was on Netflix? No, I didn't. Know. Yeah, because I didn't it, see it. because it's not because it's they, not on the trending. <laughs> exactly, see, they need to get you need to get it trending because it's thing a fun is, show.
1: The thing about Netflix is that how do you see their whole catalog? Of I don't things? know. There's no way. I don't think so. There's no way you of doing. It. You see what
0: they show you,
1: right? So you go in the rom com section, or you, you do you what I do, down, where every time something crosses,
0: just... every time crosses something crosses your mind about an actor or a director or a film or, you or whatever. Them. You just have to search for shit, and then that's why I have like four million things in my queue.
1: Yeah. Whenever I, I wanna, I'm like, oh, I just finished this show. Oh, let me let me see if this Netflix has another good show. I could right. Watch. I'll be like Netflix originals or something, and a whole
0: bunch of stuff. So yeah, I've seen a lot of the Netflix stuff. You can see all their originals in one nice, like concise little tab, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that things are on there and then t- disappearing all the time is another reason why I don't feel. I don't feel so bad for having a Blu-ray collection because I have something that might be on Netflix, but next month it might not be on Netflix, and then I'm fucked. Yeah. So, anyway, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap up. Watch, watch Ash vs. Evil Dead and Altered Carbon on Netflix watch Clearfield Paradox if you have an hour and 42 minutes to watch a mediocre movie on Netflix basically this is the Netflix episode which is why it's perfect to have Freddie on for this Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's all we have for now you can rate and review the Crooked Table podcast on iTunes we're also on Spotify and Stitcher if you'd be so kind find me Robert Yannis Jr. on Twitter at Crooked Table uh, follow me on Freddie
1: underscore Janus. I think that's what it is that is what it is it's been okay. a long time yeah. I, anyway, I do why. tweet. Yeah. I've, I've been tweeting more recently. I say you so, had a couple. It yeah. Of the, you know, the,
0: thing? The, yeah, the Falcon heavy launch, yeah. Um, of yeah. course you can find Stuff more in <laughs> Of course you can find more podcast reviews, videos, and other movie related goodies at cookie cookie tablecom I was said cookie table. That sounds delicious. Cookie the cookie, cookie Table. table. <laughs> See? Because you're not even talking about my cookie Monster socks. Uh, next episode, uh I don't know if I'm going to do it by myself or if I'm going to do it with Freddy. I don't know what the deal's going to be. Uh, what's going but the next episode is definitely Black Panther. Black because Panther? I'm seeing it at a screening or, or a few days early. So it depends on whether I want to... I haven't decided if I want to try and do, do the episode by myself. Or if I want to wait and then do the episode with you. And then maybe when do I something say, else yeah. with my own. Or maybe, maybe I'll post a YouTube video or something yeah. of my own reaction to it. I haven't decided exactly. But the next episode, either whether if it's me or if it's, just, or if it's me or me and Freddy... The next episode will be Black Panther because I, I mean, I got <laughs> you know, got to that's the only big thing happening. Thing Let me know out, yeah. tweet tweet at me uh, at cricket table on Twitter. Let me know you want Black Panther or Fifty Shades Freed, please Black Panther. Oh, uh, the results are in. It's Black Panther. Yay! Um, <laughs> so next week will be something with Black Panther. We'll be heading to Wakanda for a review. Until then, I've been Rob, Freddie, and we'll catch you around the table next week. Roll credits.